truth be told. TBT, no throwback Thursday. What the hell are you talking? No, just that that is our to, initials. Stick to to what we we're gonna do. T- welcome B- to tooth, Welcome to Tooth Be Told. Period. Hashtag TBT. Just what, saying, we're trending. No we're trending. No one listens to us. But if you look at TBT, we're trending. It's obvious. We're taking over the world. Are you sure TBT doesn't stand for something else? Uh, I know some people think it's Throwback Thursday. It's really Tooth Be Told. Let's just, <laughs> let's just keep it real. Let's just keep okay. it real. <laughs> so you think we're that hot? Wait, man, not hot. Man, not hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but in this case, we are. In this case. <laughs> All right. Well, so anyway, welcome to Tooth Be Toad. This is Dr. Walter Aka. And Dr. Kradock, as always. Yes, sir. So uh, we are going to have an excellent um, podcast for you today. Uh, did our, you forget what we're is, doing? Yeah, uh, kind of. Okay. It's been a long day. Okay. It's been a long day. But you know what actually got me going? What got me excited? What? Christmas music. Christmas music. Yes, sir. So in Houston, if you listen to ninety nine point one, welcome to ninety nine point one. Oh, we need Go a back. shout out. No, okay, you, need a, a you need to give us some money. Okay, <laughs> but uh, ninety nine point one, right? They're already playing Christmas music, and I'm actually very pro Christmas. I love. I actually know. Let me rephrase that. I'm pro Christmas music. Okay, anti Christmas sometimes. Pro Christmas music. That's a strange combination. No, let me Let's explain. Just be real. Let me explain. When you're a little kid, right? You couldn't wait. You got up, hey man, dad, hey Christmas, hey, right? <laughs> My dad'd be like, "Get your ass back, <laughs> get your go back to yeah, sleep, go back to sleep, right?" It's four thirty, <laughs> right, right. But you're like, "Oh, it's Christmas, oh, I can't wait," right? And then you get older, and you have to buy stuff for people. Then you're like, "Oh, god damn, it's Christmas," you know what I mean? Because you're just angry because it's the end of the year. You got to think about taxes. You got to think about all this other stuff, and you have to think about buying stuff for Christmas. This people, is true. This right? is true. So my family usually we just say, hey, what do you want? And then 99% of the time, they say, just give me some money. Oh, hey. And, and it's a good year. Cut to the chase. It's a good year. So I'm anti-Christmas in the sense that it's become too materialistic. I think that people need to go back to what Christmas really means. Uh, and, what, and what is that, Dr. Ocker? Thanks Please. for asking. Christmas, to me, means gathering of family. Okay. Friends. Okay. And not my wallet. Oh, That's okay. Beautiful. Well I, well, I will agree with that. Yeah, that's exactly what Christmas should be. But it's not like that anymore because people listen to these these uh, uh, stores and, and, and these little spoiled kids talking about some, <laughs> oh, I want this new toy, da, da, da. Tickle Me Elmo. I think Tickle Me Elmo is what ruined everything for everybody. What? Yes. Let me, let, let, let me get into it. <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo. was. Well, I, I used to watch Black Fridays. I, I actually went out for Black Friday one, one year. Okay. Ask me why. Please say it's not for a Tickle Me Elmo. It was to watch people fight. Oh my! <laughs> That's why I went to Black. Fr- I was like, I've seen enough Black Fridays where people got rowdies. I was like, oh, I can't. Why watch so you it just on went, TV? You just went to Walmart with some popcorn. Just sat there. I wow. was waiting. I was waiting, and with my luck, nothing happened. Oh, see, you the only the thing that happened place. was I just was tired because I woke up early as hell to go watch people fight. That sounds stupid. Guess what? What? I went home, turned uh-huh. the TV on, wrong Walmart. <laughs> I went to the wrong Walmart because <laughs> it was in another Walmart that people were fighting. It made me angry. I said, never again will I go on Black Friday. I'm saying uh, I never go Black Friday. Why? Never. It's 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 horrible. My my elderly mother got sucker punched over a camcorder <laughs> one year. Yeah. Oh. True story. Are you serious? Yeah. She she took it like a champ, though. I'm just saying. And we got the camcorder. So I guess it's a... But still, it's like, is it is it worth it? The Kratos are tough. The Kratos are tough, especially <laughs> tough. when it's for a deal. <laughs> I, I see this. But uh, back to Christmas music. I actually heard something that kind of kind of disturbed me a little bit. So what's Mariah Carey known for around this time of year? What song? You, you know, what is it? Uh, All I Want for Christmas is You? Beautiful song, right? Beautiful song. So Mariah 
you know, I mean, now she sucks at singing. Like, did you hear last year's version? Oh, oh, oh good. I don't think I was heard Mariah sing in that was her a decade. It was horrible. <laughs> like, I, I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, please get her off the stage. And then I think she forgot some parts of her actual own lyrics. She just let her she, lip sync, bro. <laughs> she makes money on this every year. And how do you forget the lyrics? I'll never forget. It was I was like, okay, Mariah, you need to just let it go. So what did she do? She blames her, I don't want to call it like... Backup singers? Well, she blames everybody else, right? And then she said, oh, well, people are judging me because I'm overweight. So she got the lap band surgery. Okay. I just saw this recently. She got the lap band surgery to kind of become skinny or whatever, which is sad to me. Keep it right. Keep it tight. <laughs> I just think it's sad because, Mariah, <laughs> it's, not your, it's not your weight. It's your voice. So why did she go do through surgery when her voice is what sucks? Maybe, maybe she thinks that's when her voice was the best, when she was a little bit skinnier. So you, it's not the fact that she literally doesn't try anymore. Like, I saw a concert where she wasn't even dancing anymore. She just had her backup dance to just carry her around. <laughs> like, it was the craziest thing. I was like, okay, she's gotten to the new, a whole new level of just being lazy. <laughs> where she's just like, just, just, just carry me. Pull me around. Just, okay, you know what? All I want for... Okay, nope, nope. Too fast. Slow down. <laughs> slow down, backup singer guy. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But anyway, we we need to focus on what, what today's about. What is our topic today? Today, actually, was pretty interesting. Um, we saw an article. Uh, I saw an article, and I sent it to you um, about... Uh, and the article is titled, Six Red Flags That Your Dentist Might Be Trying to Rip You Off. Wow. Straight, six, straight shots fired right there. Six different little bullet points. Bullet points. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through the bullet points and we're going to explain to you what we think about it, right? Because I read it and I said, not going to lie, I agree with some of it. I agree. I agree with some of it. I did. And some so, of it is valid. Yeah it, was, yeah, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I can't believe they're attacking Dennis. I was like, oh, but I'm also going to I'm also going to be devil's advocate and point out the obvious <laughs> okay. flaws in this article as well. All right. Let's you know ahead. me. Let's start with number one. All right. So number one is these are, and again, these are ways your dentist may be ripping you off. Six red flags. Um, uh, deep discounts to get you in the door. So it says the dentist office is advertising. Uh, amazing deals may end up costing you in the long run. So how, how do you feel about this, Dr. Aka? Well, it, you, I've actually seen that. There are different people, different offices that will say, come in for, uh, you know, free whitening or come in for free x-ray and an exam. Mm-hmm. And then after that, free. The, Free, free, free no charge, no charge, free X-rays and exam. Okay. okay, and so when you go in there, you're like, oh, okay, free X-ray exam, and then they're like, oh, well, you have all this other stuff, right? And that's what the art, that's what the article was saying. That's the argument. It's like, oh, they basically say you have all kinds of additional stuff that you need to pay for, right? So they lure you in, they they bring you in there, and then they take your money by upcharging or whatever it may be. And the funny thing about that is that is actually sometimes very true. I I think that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I absolutely believe that it is very true that there are some places, and and I think um, last time we actually said this: you get what you pay for. Yep. So right? it's free. So if it's free, then they have they have to make it up somehow, right? Amazon done, does like you know um, Prime shipping and all that stuff, right? Oh, you get free shipping, two days, and all this other stuff. But guess what? You're gonna come back and buy more. Yep. And buy more stuff. So they're basically trying to get you. To spend, and you got to pay a subscription to get that free shipping. It's yeah, not, it's not free on its own. So. Right. Well, yeah. So I guess maybe that was a bad ex- example. But in the end, they get you in so that they can go ahead and evaluate you and do other stuff. And a lot of people do that. But here's a funny thing. I had a, I worked for a, a company 
back in it. I'm not going to say any names, right? Because I don't think we're big enough to uh, um, hire please, lawyers. Please so, don't. <laughs> please don't. So, so we basically, I had a, I worked for a company, and that's exactly what they did. They said free x-rays and uh, exam. And so patients would come in. But here's the funny thing about it. Patients would come in, and they'll get the free x-rays and exam, and then go somewhere else with their files and stuff <laughs> to another dentist. For them to do the work, a dentist that they knew or trusted, whatever. That's smart. And I was like, that's really smart. I couldn't, I couldn't even be mad about that. I was like, that's, that's impressive. That, and you that thought that through. You really did. That, so you got me to do the exam and everything. <laughs> and you did said, all the hard work. Thank you. You wasted your time. I'm going to go somewhere else for a second <laughs> opinion. Sure enough, that's what it was. But see, okay, here's my, my thing. And I, and I definitely agree with you. You know, you, you get what you pay for, but it's essentially like if you're a kid, right? And somebody's with a van and saying, Hey, free candy in here, kid. You know, you're not, you shouldn't, shouldn't just go just because it's free, right? I make, I'm, I'm dumbing it down. Okay. But this is one of the issues I have with dentistry today is because basically we've discounted the knowledge of, of dentists by saying free. We're, we're all competing with each other, right? And, but, the, you know, who's going to be able to be free, right? Free exams, uh, free cleaning, whatever you want to say to get you in the door. We all know in, in fee for service, that's cost what? Around $300, right? Right. The x-rays I, I, and the exam. And I don't know how many times I've heard patients complain that they paid that much for exam and x-rays and they think that's just highway robbery when they, when they don't know how much goes into that, right? Right. But, uh, to your point, they'll go somewhere. Hey, it's free. Uh, I don't know anything about it, but hey, it's free. I'm gonna I'm gonna take advantage of it. Right, and then they complain about, oh well, they found all these cavities and they found all these what you do know, you expect? deep cleaning and stuff like that. Well, that's where the free comes from. Now we're gonna have to figure a way to make up that free exam and free x-ray that you got, right? Yeah, yeah. So Ta- time is a valuable resource, and so no one's gonna give you and waste their time for free. Very just, true. Just saying. So yeah, honestly, I honestly believe that that this article hits on the dot. So can we uh, verify this one and say that that's actually true? We'll, we'll, we'll give that one. We'll give that one some definite uh, credit. We'll give that yeah. one credit. We'll All right. Credit. <laughs> the second one says doesn't require records. So in this article, they're basically saying that your dentist, if your dentist that you go to doesn't call your other dentist or a previous dentist and request your record. You got to look out for this. I'm going to say bogus to this one. I'm going to say the same thing. Okay. <laughs> can, can, uh, Please. I, I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, I would love to have all of the dental records of all my patients, but it's no pun intended, like pulling teeth to try to get that from them. They don't they don't know anything of their dental history. When I say, okay, can I get your dental records? It's well, can you go call somebody somewhere other place? I don't remember the name. Can you look it up? <laughs> I don't have three hours to find your dental history. If you present it to me, I anytime a patient brings their records to me, I review them before I do their exam. Anything I can do to cut down on their exposure, even though I use digital x-rays, uh, I'll use that. It's it's all good information. But I'm not, it's not my job to do your homework for you. Um, I don't get paid any money to go do that. So uh, that would be like me going to your job, uh, going to someone else's job and asking them to do all the research for my end for, for nothing. That would be, that's dumb. Right. It's kind of insulting, actually. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't I'm know about insulting. Honest. But another issue too, right, is not every dental office is open. You know, when a patient leaves, that doesn't mean that that dental office stayed open. They could, it, it could, could be in been, a different state. It could be another state. It could be closed. Yeah. It could have gone out of business. And you're technically supposed to keep records for a pretty long time. What for five that? years, right? Five After, years, right? Yeah. But some people also are paper charts. 
and they keep those paper charts in like a warehouse. So you go to them, you say, hey, so-and-so's office, uh, can you please give me the record for Mr. Smith? And they're like, oh, okay, well, what's Mr. Smith? And they're like, oh, well, by the way, you have to go get it. Now it's the whole process of waiting for them and then hoping that they can actually find your uh, x-ray or your, you know, record. And you pray to God that that record isn't ruined, it's complete, has everything that we need in there. So exactly. it's very, very difficult. And you know, the only, the only time... Honest, when you when you do get it, I mean, usually it's like a, a copy, like on a, like someone's copied it. It was an yes. old x-ray. And you can't even and see you anything. you can't see anything. That's it. And so, yeah, so this one is very difficult to actually confirm this one. So I'm going to say no. I yeah. disagree with this one completely. I I think the I think the premise is good. Like your your dentist should want to know your your dental history and know what you've been through. But expecting them to do all of that legwork um, is I think that's that's just bogus. And hoping that uh, wherever you're going to get the information yeah, from has that has the information exactly. is very very difficult. So yeah, again, I don't verify this one. So the first one I verify. Second one, no, no way. So the third one, a healthy mouth gone bad. So apparently if you have fairly regular dental exams with no major concerns and a new dentist suddenly claims that you need extensive and expensive treatment, you have a reason to be concerned. This is especially worrisome if they urge you to have the work done right away. Okay. I, 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 I do, I do see some validity to that, right? right. Mm-hmm. If you, if you have a healthy mouth and all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? We need to extract every single tooth in your head and, right. and give you implants. Yeah. Um, but I also will say, you know, if the, if if you're not a regular dental goer, like this first thing says, right, you don't go to the dentist regularly. Maybe you haven't had a, a cavity diagnosed in 10 years, but you haven't been to the dentist in 10 years. Uh, I think that part, you you still may want to get a second opinion, but uh, you shouldn't be too surprised, right? Right. And, and you know, one thing I will say that there are some times where I do believe that some dentists uh, overdiagnose and True. overtreat. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that part. But I also believe that patients under diagnose their own mouth. They think they have nothing wrong with them. Oh, there's a big hole in this tooth, but it doesn't hurt me. So guess what? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it, right? Or, or oh, yeah, this tooth only had a little pimple near it one time, and I'm not in any more pain. So how can you tell me that there's a problem with this tooth? It was magically healed. It was healed. So guess what? Again, no issues at all. So you, sir, the dentist, are trying to charge me for something that you just want me to pay for and all this other extra stuff, right? Exactly. So that's that's something else. People, I feel like some dentists do over uh, treat mm-hmm. and uh, over diagnose, and some under under and some diagnose. Under. Yeah. Exactly, and that's where I was going to go with that, right? There's some dentists that don't want you to leave their office sometimes, right? So what do they say if they don't know how to do something like a root canal or? Uh, another procedure like a wisdom tooth extraction, whatever, but they don't want you to leave to go anywhere else. They might just ignore that and just leave it and say, ah, oh, you'll be fine. Da, da, da. We'll keep an eye out. We'll watch it. Right. So sometimes the lack of education or the lack of uh, ability by the dentist kind of, they overlook stuff. Yeah. Like if you have recession, if you have gum disease, they might just say, just keep getting it clean in. Right. Instead of saying, hey, let's send you to a specialist or a periodontist or somebody who's going to be able to treat this. Let's just keep doing the same thing over and over again, spinning our wheels. Why would we do that? Let's just keep polishing them until they fall out. Exactly. Right. right? And that's it. And that's the problem. The, it's, fu- it's- the funny thing is I have patients. I know like at least five patients off the top of the head that would that be OK with that. Oh, of course. Because, again, it's, you know what? Ignorance is bliss, right? 
if you don't know something, then guess what? I have no problems. It's not bothering me. So let me just ignore that the actual problem, the actual situation. So, so yeah, I mean, you can't sit there and say that everybody does this, right? Yeah. So the validity is half true, half false, right? Yes, I agree with them that there are some dentists that will overcharge and are very expensive in certain a- avenues, but. I also believe that there are some dentists that undercharge, and whenever someone tells you the truth, you don't want to believe it because the previous guy who wasn't charging that much, you like them because guess what? I spent four dollars with them versus four hundred with you, so of course I'm going to believe the person I spend the least amount of money with. Correct? Exactly, it's easy way to make a friend. But um, I think the part of the that I do I do agree with is um, you know get a second opinion. Um, I I always welcome them a second opinion with any of my patients when it's the the first time I'm telling them they have gum disease and they're like, oh, I've been getting, you know, regular cleanings for 40 years and I can see the bone loss and I show them and they don't believe me because uh, Dr. Jones said their mouth is perfectly fine. It's just a little, some, some, some loose teeth, but that doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> they're still good. Um, and so, you know, I, I tell them, hey, get a second opinion. You don't have to believe me, but go somewhere and get this treated. I think if you're, if you're a, uh, an ethical doc, you don't fear that, right? That's exactly right. I think that's a big red flag right there, and that could be a whole other topic. But if somebody, if you go to somebody and you say, I'm going to get a second opinion, and they give you a lot of headache about it, or just like, oh, why would you want a second opinion? Look out for that person because, like you said, me personally, I don't care. Go get a second, third, fourth, fifth opinion. It doesn't matter to me because what I'm telling you is the truth. You don't have to believe me, but it's there. Like yeah. you, it, someone said a quote that really like, and I actually liked it a lot. It said, "You know, the truth does not need to be believed in order to exist." Mm. That was deep. That is very deep. I'm gonna say that again because I, it was very deep. I, I'm surprised you didn't take credit for that. <laughs> I, I, I should have. I, I'm, I'm very surprised, actually. Yeah, the truth does not need to be believed in order to exist. That's the truth. So in the end. I don't need to convince you of something. It's there. So go ahead and just believe me. I don't care either way. Get a certain, you know, get another opinion. I'll care less. It doesn't affect me or what I'm telling you. Exactly. You know? So, so, so no, then number the, four. Number four says examine your EOB, which is explanation of benefits. So really what that's saying is the insurance company will give you a list of everything that the dentist's office or whoever the dentist charged them with, right? Okay. Uh, that's if you have insurance. So break it down for you. And if you, okay. know, if you don't have insurance, most dentists will break down what they're going to do to you, the procedures and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Examine that. Look in details and make sure that they're not overcharging or they're not uh, charging you for something they didn't do. Okay. Well, how do you feel about this one? I believe it. You believe it? Okay. I, I completely agree. But with a caveat. I go, I agree, but I I hope that people don't believe that their insurance is out for their benefit. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I know you were. I, I could, I've actually had patients come back, you know, with their EOB and give me a list of what they what they claimed I was trying to charge their insurance. In my office, you know, we clearly say this is this is the fee if you had no insurance. This is what your insurance is discounted to. I've noticed that a lot of time it's not presented that when it comes from the insurance. They always show them the obscene amount as if they had no, and say, this is what your dentist is trying to charge when that's completely false. So after that, I mean, what's covered and what's not covered, those things you should know. You should see the percentages. They should add up. Um, but know that your insurance is uh, intentionally vague about things. Like, say for me, I, I, we, we do crowns, right? And like we've talked in other shows, yeah. you can do lab crowns and same day crowns and 
uh, crowns made of different materials. Um, they all have different codes or, I mean, they're, they're, they're different procedures, correct? But an insurance may be intentionally vague to say, well, we only cover this one code and that covers all crowns. So your crown should be this much, even though your crown is not on a covered list. Right. Um, and you don't know that. It's not your fault that you don't know that if you're a consumer, right? You don't know that there's a million types of crowns and, uh, dentistry always evolves and you don't know that that's only covering a metal crown versus like a crown that actually looks like a tooth. They just tell you, yeah, you have 80% coverage for a crown. Great. You have a great insurance. Uh, when that crown costs, you know, maybe 10 cents, mm -hmm. you know, and they could easily cover a crown that costs, you know, a dollar, but no, they don't want to. Right. And they so want you to pay that difference. That's it. And so you're, you know, again, I, I hate to sound anti-insurance, but I somewhat am. Right. Because I feel like most people depend and believe their insurance company when in actuality, your insurance company is not out for your benefit all the time. Insurance is a good thing to have, but insurance doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to say, hey, let's go ahead and cover what you really need. They'd look in and say, oh, well, why do you, would you need uh, a white filling when you can get a silver filling? Exactly. Right. So to them, whatever is cheaper is what they're going to pay for, because an insurance company is, guess what? A company. Their end, their end goal is to make profit. Unless somebody out there has a nonprofit insurance company, because then I want to be a part of that nonprofit insurance company. I, I would like to be a part of that. Too. I mean, it kind of goes back to the first thing, right? With the the free exams and that it doesn't make any financial sense for a dentist to do anything for free or right. any business to do anything for free and not expect there to be uh, catches to that. That's it. So and don't expect that you just have the amazing insurance that you don't have to pay anything for premiums, but you get all the whole world is covered. Right. That doesn't make sense. Why would a dentist, uh, take that, take that, uh, insurance on? It, it, it's, it, there's insurance companies are here to make money, right? Yes. Just like any other business. So they're, if you're thinking that they're your friend and have your best interest involved, uh, you're, you're always wrong. And that's just not just dental insurance. That's, that's car any insurance, house That's, insurance, yeah, whatever. Exactly. So again, I, I honestly, I'm gonna say with this one, I agree with it, but to a to a to a yeah very to minimal an extent. extent, right? Because yeah. you still have to evaluate and review everything that uh, your dentist sends you or gives you, right? But I don't think you have to believe everything that your insurance company says to you. Exactly. You know, kind of do your research and say, yeah, you know what? Yeah, my insurance is saying they'll cover, like you said, this gold crown, but they won't cover the crown that looks like a tooth. You know, like that, that looks, you know, like an actual white tooth or whatever. So, number five, pushing cosmetic work. A dentist who urges you to undergo treatments that are purely for looks may be in it for your cash. Hmm. That's actually true, especially if you have no issues. Like, if you didn't go in there with, like, oh, I don't like the way my smile looks or whatever, and they're pushing for you to redo your whole mouth, I would be concerned about that. Really? Oh, no, truly. Okay. Truly. I absolutely would. I would. If if my issue is not, I don't like the way it looks, if, if my issue is like this tooth is bothering me, and you're telling me, okay, well, so yeah, I get that this tooth is bothering you, but why don't you talk about straightening your whole entire jaw and, and getting crowns in every single tooth and I need veneers and all that? No, mm -mm, I don't what? agree. Yes, this is the one we might have to disagree with because I, I don't agree okay. with that. I really think that some dentists overdo too much. There there are some institutes, and I'm not going to name any institutes. Again, we can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some, some institutes that teach dentists to redo the whole mouth, to reconfigure their whole entire mouth just so exactly. that they rest on ideal occlusion. Okay. That's not necessarily true. If someone has a crossbite 
and they had that since they were little kids. Guess what? Your body has adapted to function that way. You may not like it as a dentist, but guess what? That person's body is equipped to do that. It's okay. You don't need to sit there and reconfigure their whole jaw. Okay, I I agree with that point, but I'm saying, what if the what if the patient is telling you these things? Well, then that's different, right? The 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 article said you had nothing, no other issues, and they they're pushing for cosmetic cases. But it says, of course, if you have concerns about the appearance of your teeth, this then, is yeah, totally legitimate. Then that's fine. What I'm saying is, whenever you go into a dentist's office, not even concerned about your crooked smile or whatever. That's, that's a, actually an R&B uh, reference. <laughs> smile. Listen to that, baby. This is good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's whispering. It got really creepy for no reason. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good song. Uh, but but no, honestly, if you, if you have a crooked smile or whatever, and, and that's what you're concerned about, then I completely understand. I always but, tell my patient it gives them character. I, but I'm saying, like, if they're if – they're, Telling me about something like I say they're talking about their back tooth, right? Yeah. This is the one time I'll disagree with that. If they're talking about their back tooth and they've ground down that tooth and they're all of their teeth are, are worn down and they want me to fix their front teeth that are also worn, I can't just magically just fix one thing and it, and it work. I do need to, I might, I might need to do something. If say they have missing teeth and they want an implant, I might need them to get braces before uh, or get orthodontic treatment to straighten their teeth before my surgeon and myself have room to place an implant. And that I agree with. Because now you're talking about, you know, parafunctional or, or things that they've done in the long term, right? Yeah. But if they don't have any of that issue at all, and it's just literally like, oh, I broke this one tooth and the rest of my teeth are per- perfectly fine. There are some people that are like, oh, well, why don't we talk about whitening your teeth with veneers and straightening out this with that and that? That, I think, is a bit much. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Not what you said. What you said is more of like a, you know, you've done trauma to your teeth for a very long time. They're mm-hmm. all worn down. They all look. But most of those people usually come in saying, hey, my teeth are really worn down. I need to do something about it. So now they've brought up the whole aesthetic thing to you. Yeah. So then that's not, that's that's okay. okay. But if you haven't brought it up at all, and the dentist is, a, that's the first thing the dentist noticed, not the fact that you have an infection, but the first thing they notice is, hey, uh, how would you like to... uh straighten those teeth out with a bunch of crowns, then I would be cautious. Or if you're like, I have no concerns, I, I like my smile, and they say, well, we can make it better and do... Then I'd be like, okay. A whole bunch of veneers. Yes, yeah, then okay. I'd be that's, concerned. Yeah, Absolutely be concerned. But what you just said about, hey, you've broken down your teeth and all that stuff, yeah, I would, I would be cautious about that with another dentist. All right. Number six, no guarantee a reputable dental office will stand behind sensitive or pricey work such as a crown, bridge, or implant. Ask the dentist or office staff about their policy for adjustments and repairs, as well as any costs for which you would be responsible in the event that a follow-up appointment is required. Okay. So, I mean, basically it's saying that, you know, the dentist is going to stand by their work. If something else is needed post-op, that it's it's covered and it's not another fee. Right. Um, I agree and disagree. Okay. I agree in the sense that you're right. If, if a dentist is confident in their work, they should absolutely stand by it. I disagree in the sense that most patients don't listen to you after you do the work. <laughs> Let's <Preach>. be real. <laughs> because sometimes they'll so you know, you'll do a lot of work on them and then you're like, listen, all you have to do is get a night guard or all you have to do is come back every six year uh, six months. Patients get hate a night guards. No, no, I'm just saying, like you no, just I say, know. Hey, in order for this to actually work for the long term, come back every six, you know, six months to get a clean in. They're gonna be like, Oh, okay, okay. And then you see them three years later, and I'm like, Hey, we haven't seen you for three years. Yeah, but 
this broke, so you need to go ahead and fix this for free. Well, no, you didn't listen to anything I said after I fixed it. Right? You, you didn't come back. You didn't make sure that I can keep monitoring that to make sure everything's okay. So if you buy a brand new car, yep. are you going to ride that car for three or four years without changing oil? No. That sounds silly, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but people think that they're going to they go ahead and get a, <laughs> They're going to get work done in their mouth, but they're not come back for maintenance. You hey. see what I'm saying? And that's the part that really irritates okay. me. <laughs> okay. Well, right? No, I'm, I, and, and I, I, I agree in that sense. Yes, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it because in the end, you didn't listen to me. You didn't maintain what we did on you, right? We, you didn't maintain that at all, but yet you want me to guarantee something that I had no control over. You controlled everything and didn't even listen to me when it came to how to maintain and keep it going okay. in tip-top condition. I, I mean, I'll, I'll agree with that that point that patients don't um, patients don't always held up their end of the bargain. That's it. But um, I guess in I, I, what I think this is saying is just like that your dentist is not going to like abandon you. Like you do a crown and you know, sometimes things fall apart, or That's or fine. or they need an adjustment. I'm I'm not the way I I see practicing is if I did some work on you, I'm not going to say, well, I don't ever want to see you again. Right. If you're having problems, I know I want to be the first person you see. Let's let's I, I want to make sure that we finish this what we said what we sat out to do. I I completely agree 110. percent So I'm not going to charge you every appointment if if it's related to the original treatment. Yeah. Yeah. No, and no, I completely agree with you, but I also think that they should come back for maintenance so we can keep track of it. Yeah. Right? And and I'm not going to abandon you. I mean, that's ridiculous. I did the work. You're my patient. I'm going to take care of you. But I also want you to do your part and say, hey, you know what? I'm coming in every time to make sure that everything's okay. I, but I think this point is, I, and I think that's, that's fair, right? Mm-hmm. You're telling the patient, hey, I need to see you back. This is their part that they have to do, but. Right. Um, I think the article is referring to like uh, almost as as if like the dentist is is not wanting to see them for repairs or anything um, related to the work that they're oh, or, or charging yeah. them on top of that. Yeah, no, that's just shady. Yeah, that's 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 just, that's just poor dentistry. And and if if your dentist doesn't want to see you after they charge you for something, then you need to go talk to them and get your money back or never go see them again. I mean, and let's I'll put it, you know I'll, I'll give it some context. I mean, if you call them. And you want to be seen that day at 10 o'clock and it's 9.50, you know, maybe they do have a patient in the chair. Maybe they have seen right. someone. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about if like, they ignore you and say, oh, by the way, if I have to see you again for work that I did, then I have to charge you again or whatever, then that's just crazy. Yeah. That's craziness. And that's just not right. Yeah. That's just not right. So, no, I agree with that part then. I'll say that this one I agree with. Okay. I agree with do, this do one. You, do you give patients a warranty on implants, Dr. Ocker? Honestly, if they come back and continue the treatment so you can monitor them uh-huh. and everything, then absolutely. If something happens and it's completely my fault and I know that the patient did everything that I told them to do, why not? Okay. I mean, it's not like I, I did, you know what I mean? Like there's a certain time where you got to say, you know what? It's been 20 years that I'm not going to continue. I'm not giving you another implant for free. But if it's been a year or two, that's just way too short. No, no, no. That's something that was done. Improperly, it could have been the way the crown was made, or it could have been the implant on my end. And if that's the case, I'll absolutely give you another one for free. Not a big deal at all. I, I kind of use a, a five-year rule. Oh, there I, you go. And I mean, that's yeah, uh, that's actually smart. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest. Some sometimes I'm, I I have repaired some work that I've done, and I know it's not because of the work that was initially done. I know right. something else has happened. I haven't seen this patient in a year. See? I I still honor it to a to a to an extent. And that's it. 
or at when least, is that when is that part when you say you know what that's just too much like i'm not gonna do this one when when it's and when it's obvious that you know something new is coming to the equation or you know just uh, i'll give an example of like oh say i do a, a small filling and then they come back in four years and it's a huge cavity around the tooth I know that I didn't leave a huge cavity in there. I, I, I'm not going, that's, that's something different. Or they need an implant now. The tooth is gone, needs to be extracted. What I will do is, is if it's a tooth that I've touched, um, I'll use whatever money they put towards that tooth towards the final restoration. So it's almost like we went to the final step from day one. And give you a little And I feel like discount. that's, yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, that, that's a good kind of compromise. It is. But if it's something I've done, like, re, like you said, within a year or something, something was probably done improperly. Um, if you haven't made mistakes, you haven't done enough of something. So I, I'm going to be the one that wants to fix that for them. I don't want them to go somewhere else uh, and get double charged. Right. And that's fair enough. And that's actually very understandable. But so yeah, man, honestly, I think most of this article is it's true. For the most part. For the most part. I do. I believe that it is true. And I believe that people need to be cautious, just like with anything, right? Uh, you don't go to a restaurant without reviewing it or, you know, <laughs> kind of doing your research about this person. So you don't just go to a dentist without just, you know, I mean, blind, on blind trust. Well, we, we gotta, we gotta do one like the reverse, like six ways you, your patient may be ripping you off. <laughs> Because I don't know about you, I've definitely been ripped off. Right, right. Patient, so, oh, so maybe that might this? be it. We'll make yeah. a list of, of all the patients to look out for for other for the dentists out there. You know, what I mean, these are the people that you need to stay clear of. So. Exactly. All right, cool, man. This was uh, this one good one. I hope that people learn something and put, people uh, appreciate this. And if they have any questions about any of those six, and I'll actually put a link uh, for this one. So that they can actually, they can read the full article. Okay. And if they so think we're biased, yeah, if you think they're biased or, or if you think we're biased about it or whatever, just let us know. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much for listening. Another good episode. We appreciate you guys. Exactly. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.